got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions and is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, a drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. Wow. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And welcome back for those of you who were with us on Game one of this doubleheader. Game two is coming up. This will be a brief pregame show, and we'll go right into game two as the Raiders and the Hilltoppers will square off again today. Game one, a gem thrown by left-hander Peyton Wigginton as he had a no-hitter going with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Gave up a base hit to the left-handed hitter Zuberer and Gray followed with a single, but Wigginton able to get the final out of the game and complete a two-hit shutout. Walked only two batters in the game. They were the only two base runners for Western until the bottom of the seventh inning. And he struck out six through a total of 85 pitches in the game. So Peyton Wigginton picks up his third win of the season against two losses. The starting pitcher Bergeron did not pitch poorly for Western, but he gave up a two-run homer to Brett Coker in the first inning and a run-scoring single to Coker in the third. And those were all the runs Peyton Wigginton needed to complete a 3 to nothing win today. The game was played in an hour and 40 minutes and started the game in 57-degree weather. It's warmed up a little bit. Since then, we're going to take a look at the starting lineups for game two, brought to you as always by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, as the two coaches are exchanging their lineup cards at home plate. For Coach Jim Tolman and the Raiders, it will be Fausto Lopez leading off at shortstop. JT Mabry will bat second and play second base. Jacob Williams will be the DH hitting third. Brett Coker back in the cleanup spot. He will play third base. Brian Dillingham moves up a spot in the batting order. He will be in the left field. Hunter Sullivan will hit sixth. He'll play right field. Gabe Jennings gets a start at first base. He'll be batting seventh. Mason Spears will be behind the plate and hit eighth. And Nathan Sanders in center field will bat ninth. So for the Raiders, it is Lopez, Mabry, and Williams, Coker, Dillingham, and Sullivan, Jennings, Spears, and Sanders. And on the mound will be left-hander Trent Siebert. Siebert, a junior with a one-and-one record, will be making his ninth appearance and seventh start of the season. For the Hilltoppers under coach John Pulowski in his sixth year. It will be Ray Zuberer leading off at second base. 
Justin Carlin plays left field, bats second. Jackson Gray will hit third in right field. Davis Sims at first base will be in the cleanup spot. Matthew Meyer at third base hits fifth. Richard Constantine, the DH, will bat sixth. Catcher will be Matt Phipps, a senior. He'll hit seventh. Ty Crittenberger will play center field and hit eighth. And Eric Reif, a freshman, will be at shortstop and bat ninth. And on the mound will be left-hander Devin Turbrack. Turbrack, a sophomore with a record of one and one. So for the toppers, it is Zuberer, Carlin, and Gray, Sims, Meyer, and Constantine, Phipps, Kuttenberger, and Reif with Turbrock pitching. Hilltoppers take the field. We will keep it here, I think, and give you a little information on the starting pitcher for Western Kentucky, Devin Turbrack, T-E-R-B-R-A-K. Turbrack, a sophomore, 6'1", 180, out of Perryville, Missouri. Transfer from Jefferson College. That's a junior college, I think. And he will have a new catcher behind the plate. That is senior Matt Phipps. Hunter Evans, a freshman, had caught the first two games of the series for the Hilltoppers. So the Raiders uh, in the first inning will have Lopez, Mabry, and Williams to face the left-hander Turbrack. One and one record with a 2.91 earned run average. He has pitched 34 innings, given up 34 hits and 11 earned runs. Turbrack making his seventh appearance. It's his sixth start of the season. He has pitched one complete game, not given up a home run. He has walked six and struck out 26, and opponents hitting 254 against him. Around the infield, a little bit uh, different look with Meyer at third. They have a new shortstop in Eric Reif. Zuber remains at second and Sims at first. Carlin shifts from right field to left field. A new center fielder is Crittenberger. And Jackson Gray shifts from center field to right field for this game. As Fausto Lopez steps in, the first pitch is swung on and bounced to third, past the third baseman, rolling down the left field line. Lopez going for two. He is going to slide head first and safe into second base. So just as he started game one with a ground rule double, this time Lopez sliding into second base with a double down the left field line. That is his ninth of the season. And he'll be at first with nobody out for J.T. Mabry. So Turbrack gives up a double on a bouncing grounder that got past the third baseman Meyer down the left field line. There's a ground ball hit to short. Reif up and over to first in time. Lopez trying to go to third, and he is safe. Lopez waited until the shortstop made the play to first and then broke for third and slid in there safely. So Mabry retired short to first for the first out, but Lopez on a good bit of base running 
Aggressive base running goes to third. He's there with one out for Jacob Williams. Raider DH hitting 308 on the season. Swings and misses at the first pitch. Williams was 0 for 3, had three fly balls to center field in the first game. If he does that here, he would get in a run. Lopez, a speedy runner, is at third to pitch. It's a line drive and a base hit to left field, and the Raiders are on the board first. Leading one to nothing here in the first inning as Jacob Williams drives in Fausto Lopez for the first run of this game. Didn't need a fly ball. He just dropped it out into left field for a hit. For Williams, his third RBI of the season. It's one to nothing. Here's Brett Coker. Two run homer in the first inning in game one. And then a run scoring single in the third. Coker checked his swing and went around, strike one. Randy Hunley calling the balls and strikes in this game. Douglas Bynes umpiring at first. Bob Howard, who had the plate in the last game, is the third base umpire. One strike to Coker. Swing and a line drive. That's a base hit to right field. Turning at second is Williams. He is on his way to third. And he is in there with no play. So the Raiders have runners at the corners now with one out. As Coker singles sharply to right. Here's Dillingham. Brian playing in left field. Had three fly balls in the first game, 0-4-3. And again, a fly ball here would get a run in. With just one out, the Raiders have first and third. And the pitch to the plate, bunted foul. Safety squeeze on. One strike. Temperature up to 59 here in Bowling Green for the start of game two. Wind out of the northwest at four. Just a very light breeze. One strike to Dillingham. Throw to first and the runner back. So the Raiders have been able to jump out in front in all three games of this series so far. The pitch to the plate, the runner goes, the throw to second base, hops in there, and he is called out at second base. So Coker, thrown out attempting to steal. I don't think Coach Tolman thought much of that call. That will be the second out. That will go catcher Phipps, the second baseman covering. There's a bouncing ball to second. Little underhand toss to first, and that will end the inning. So the Raiders down in the first inning. One run, three hits, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee 1, Western Kentucky coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. 
or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Anderson Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number one. Raiders out to a one-to-nothing lead here in game two of the doubleheader, game three of the series. Took an early lead in the first inning in the Friday night game. And in the first game of the doubleheader also. So it's one to nothing for Trent Siebert, junior left-hander. Comes in with a record of one and one, 4.28. His earned run average, 33 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 33 hits and struck out 33. 16 earned runs. He's given up five home runs, eight walks, 33 strikeouts, 258 opponent's batting average against the left-hander Trent Siebert, making his seventh start of the season. One and one, his record. Throw goes down to second. And for the Hilltoppers, it will be Ray Zuberer to lead it off. The second baseman, a left-handed hitter, he was the villain in game one as he broke up Peyton Wigginton's no-hitter with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning. Wigginton went on to give up one more hit, but closed it out and finished with a two-hit shutout and a three-to-nothing win. Siebert's first pitch is outside for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Trent's last start did not go well. He pitched the final game of the San Antonio series. This ball popped up. Spears off with a mask, but that one's going to be out of play. Siebert went only three and two-thirds innings, gave up six runs in that game, and the Raiders eventually lost that final game to San Antonio, 15-1. to Going ball one strike now to Zuberer. Left-hander delivers and a swing and a foul out of play. Count goes to one and two. Carlin waiting to hit next. Sun has been trying to break out all afternoon, but uh, has not done so yet. There's a line drive down the right field. Line picked up. And right field by Sullivan. Zuber's going for two. Perfect throw to second, and he is O-U-T at second base. Boy, what a throw from Hunter Sullivan. 
in right field. He gunned Zuber down at second base. They will go nine to six for the putout. And the first base runner for the Hilltoppers erased at second base, trying to stretch a single into a double. The batter is Justin Carlin, the left fielder. Carlin, 381 hitter, bats from the right side. Siebert's pitch is a fast strike. Nothing in one. Left-hander winds and fires, and the ball hit to left field. Billingham going back near the wall, looking up, and that one is gone. Just to the right of the flagpole in left center field, Justin Carlin has put Western Kentucky on the board. That home run, his second of the season. And it's a one-to-one game here in the first inning. Batter Jackson Gray, the right fielder. Started in center field in each of the first two games. Moved over to right for this one. Batting 4.06. Had one of the two hits off Wigginton in the first game. Pitches swung on and fouled out of play. Strike one. Gray, three home runs, 16 runs batted in. Had a home run on Friday. One out here in the first inning, and the pitch is a strike over the outside corner, nothing in two. I do believe that is Douglas Bynes behind the plate, not Hunley, as we told you. Bynes had the plate for last night's opening game. Here's the pitch. Strike called outside corner, and Gray called out on strikes for out number two. Siebert picks up his first strikeout. The batter is Davis Sims, the first baseman. Sims at 243. Against Wigginton in the first game, he was 0 for 2, hit a hard line drive. And Raider first baseman Daniel Freeman caught. It's this one to third, short hop by Coker, long throw across in time for the out. And that is all in the first inning for the Hilltoppers. They go down, but not before a solo home run from Justin Carlin ties this game up. One run, two hits, and nobody left. After one complete inning, it is tied. Middle Tennessee one. Western Kentucky won on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. 
Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Hunter Sullivan going to lead it off for the Raiders in the second inning in a 1-1 ball game. Sullivan, Jennings, and Spears against the left-hander, Devin Turbrack. First pitch to Sullivan is taken for ball one. One ball, no strikes. The lefty delivers, swung on, ball hit to center field, backing up. Crittenberger still retreating and makes the catch. Gave it a good ride, but the center fielder Crittenberger was able to get there in time, and that's out number one. The batter is Gabe Jennings. Gabe out of Lebanon, Wilson Central High School. Freshman eligibility. Was on the squad last year, got that extra year. Hitting an even 300. Pops this one in the air and foul down the left side. Strike one. Jennings has one home run this year, one run batted in. He batted himself in. Pitch is high and outside, one ball, one strike. Mason Spears waiting to hit next. Here's a little tap right back to the pitcher's mound. A little underhand toss to first will retire Jennings for out number two. Before the inning started, Blue Raider coach Jim Tolman took his lineup card out to the umpire and the umpire made a, an adjustment and then went and talked to the Western Kentucky coach. So I don't know if Coach Toman made it some kind of a change in the lineup. If he did, it would be defensively. And we'll have to wait till next inning to find out. Pitch coming into Spears is low for ball one. Mason hitting 167, right-handed batter. Bases empty, two outs in the second inning. Low again for ball two. Two and nothing. Each team with a run in the first inning. And Spears takes a cut at that 2-0 pitch, fouls it out of play to the right. Count will go to two balls and one strike. So the Raiders have won the first two games of this four-game series. There's a strike. Two balls, two strikes to Spears. Raiders have now won 
five straight against the Hilltoppers, a three-game sweep in 2019 in the first two games in this series. The 2-2 pitch, strike three called, inside corner, and the inning is over. Raiders go up and down in order as Turbrack picks up his first strikeout. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee won, Western Kentucky won on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Spears throw goes down to second. Ball returned to the mound to Trent Siebert as we start inning number two. Bottom of the second inning, Matthew Meyer will lead off for the Hilltoppers. Meyer, Constantine, and Phipps. Meyer with 12 doubles on the season, second in the league in that offensive column. Siebert's first pitch to Meyer, comes in low for ball one. Trent gave up a solo home run to Justin Carlin in the bottom of the first inning, so it's one to one. The pitch to the plate. Strike called, one ball, one strike. Raiders have several things they can accomplish if they can win this game. They can sweep the doubleheader, of course. There's a swing and a miss. Took a little bit off that pitch, one and two. They can assure themselves uh, themselves of a series win and they can extend their winning streak against the Hilltoppers. So, got some things uh, out in front of you to shoot for. The pitch swung on and missed, struck him out. 70-degree off-speed pitch, 70-mile-an-hour uh, off-speed pitch. Strikes out Meyer for out number one. Second strikeout for Siebert. Here's Constantine, the designated hitter. Trent will occasionally hit 88 to 90 on the radar, but uh, most of his pitches a little bit off speed. They got that 89 mile an hour fastball in for a strike, nothing in one to Constantine. 
This is a big, strong right-handed batter, and the Raiders playing him deep in left and center field. The pitch. Swung on, hit in the hole, base hit. Past Coker and into left field, so Constantine picks up a base hit, which is the third off Trent Siebert. And with one out, the batter is Matt Phipps, the catcher. I think he came on to catch the last inning of game one, but this is the first time we've seen him as a starter. Phipps is a senior from Plantation, Florida, 6'2", 220. Comes in hitting 185. Raider infield, double play depth. And the pitch to Phipps is outside for ball one. Raiders had a double play to back up Wigginton early in the game in game one and now have 30 on the season. This being game number 34. There's a strike. Laid it right in there. It's 72 miles an hour. One and one to Phipps. He'll be followed by Crittenberger, who will also be making his debut in this series. Siebert checks in for the sign, the pitch, blowing inside. Two balls and a strike to Matt Phipps. We are one to one, bottom of the second inning, game two of the doubleheader. In case you're just joining us, the Raiders. Peyton Wigginton tossed a two-hit shutout in the opening game and lost his no-hitter in the last inning. Ball hit in the right center. That's going to drop right in front of Sanders for a base hit. That will put runners at first and second with one out. Hit number four for the Hilltoppers, and the batter is Crittenberger, freshman center fielder. He's out of Lighthouse Point, Florida. A redshirt freshman. Polk State College. Must have played a year of junior college ball. Right-handed hitter hitting 220 with a home run and six RBIs on the season. Crittenberger. Runners lead at first and second. One out to pitch. A strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one. Shortstop Eric Reif hitting in the number nine spot is on deck. Siebert out of the stretch, looks back at second, delivers the pitch, and it's hit high in the air to right field. Sullivan coming on. He's going to be able to get there, makes the catch, and that will be out number two. Crittenberger flies to Sullivan and right. Fairly shallow right field for the second out, and the batter is Eric Reif, the shortstop. Another freshman, Reif is from Paducah, played at Tillman High School there. Six-footer, 175, bats from the right side, hitting 197. Two 
First and second, two outs. Strike at the knees, nothing and one. Siebert with the pitch. Swing and a miss. He's thrown him two fastballs and he's ahead in the count, two strikes. Constantine at second, Phipps at first. Two outs here in the second inning, the pitch. High for a ball. One and two. Siebert looks into Spears and delivers, and a fly ball left side going to be foul and out of play. Count will hold at one and two. We'll wrap up the series with a single game tomorrow at one o'clock. Be on the air at 12:45. They're playing a doubleheader over at the softball field on campus today, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. They started at two. Here's the pitch to the center fielder, and it's hit in the air to deep right center. Back is Sanders, reaches up, falls down on the warning track, but makes the catch. Sanders backpedaling in deep right center. Caught the ball, fell flat of his back on the warning track. But he made the catch, and that's what counts. In the second inning, no runs, two hits, two men left. We have completed two full innings here in game two. It's Middle Tennessee 1, Western Kentucky 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we move to the third inning, Nathan Sanders leads it off for the Raiders. Number nine hitter, who'll be followed by Lopez and Mabry. One to one. Raiders have three hits, the Hilltoppers have four. There's a little tap, and that is a foul ball off his foot. 
One strike to count to Sanders. Sanders knew right away that ball hit his foot, so he didn't run. Western wasn't sure. One strike to count. Nathan hitting 195, one home run. That came at Birmingham. The pitch. Swinging a ball, hit to center field, is going to be caught by Crittenberger. Line shot. Crittenberger did not have to move too far to make that catch, and that is out number one. The leadoff man, Fausto Lopez, had a good doubleheader. Three for four with two runs scored in the first game. He is... One for one here with a leadoff double and has scored the Raiders' only run in this game. One out, base is empty. The left-hander, Devin Turbrack, delivers a pitch and it's low and inside to Lopez, ball one. Still out of Orlando, played junior college ball at Pensacola State. Popped up, right side, going to be in foul ground. Now it's going to stay fair. Sims will make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the third. And the batter is J.T. Mabry. J.T. grounded out to the shortstop in the first inning. Turbrack, left-hander delivers, low for ball one. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch, swung on line to right center, that's a base hit. Mabry rounding first and pulls up. Thought about going to second. But then he thought about, maybe he thought about Coker getting thrown out at second earlier and decided to pull in with a single. So that is hit number four for the Raiders and the batter is Jacob Williams. Had a solid hit to left field and drove in the Raiders only run back in the first inning. Mabry edging off the bag at first, and the pitch to Williams, a strike call, nothing and one. Each team now with a run on four hits. Throw to first, runner back. First, got away from the first baseman, but not far enough for Mabry to advance. One strike to count to Jacob Williams. And the pitch. 
Clear inside, and I started to say almost hit him. And they've called a balk on the pitcher, Turbrack, and Mabry's going to advance to second. Count one strike to Jacob Williams. So that pitch was a no pitch. And this one is fouled to the screen, and the count goes to 0 and 2. So Mabry with a one out single advances to second on the balk. Williams with another RBI opportunity here in the third inning. Pitches inside for ball one. Jacob drove in the Raiders' only run with a first inning single. And now Mabry, the runner at second, with two down here in the third. The pitch. Strike three call. I think he knew it. And that is all for the Raiders in the third. No runs, one hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. Middle Tennessee 1, Western Kentucky 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better. But did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. You go to the third inning in a 1-1 game. Trent Siebert has allowed a single run on four hits through the first two innings. He will face the top of the batting order here. Ray Zuberer singled in the first inning but was thrown out trying to stretch it to a double. Hunter Sullivan made a perfect throw to second base. And it's a good thing because the next batter followed with a home run. So here's Zuberer. Takes the pitch inside, ball one. He's had hits in his last two at-bats. Last inning against Wigginton, he broke up that no-hitter in the seventh with a single to center. And as the first batter here in the second game got a base hit, there's a strike at the knees. One ball, one strike to Zuberer. Zuberer, a senior. He's seen the Raiders before. 
Low outside, ball two, two and one. The Raiders lefty delivers and a swing and a ball hit in the air down the left side. Everybody on a run. It's going to be the left fielder Dillingham coming in to make the catch. And that's out number one here in the third inning. Zuber flies to left. This will be Justin Carlin. All Carlin did was hit one out of the ballpark in the first inning for his second home run of the season. Braves not faring well today. They're down eight to nothing to the Cubs in the bottom of the fifth inning in Chicago. Carlin hits one to right field. Sullivan coming in. He's gonna get there and make the catch. And that is out number two. Two up, two down. Here in the Hilltopper third inning, the batter is Jackson Gray. Called out on strikes in the first. Base is empty, two outs. Gray at 4.06 coming in. Takes a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Gray had the second hit off Wigginton in the seventh inning of game one. A single to right, hits this one to right and deep. Sullivan back near the wall on the track and that one's gone. Gray with his second home run in three games. Puts the Hilltoppers on top by a score of two to one. Number four on the season for the young man who was the leading hitter in the conference coming into this series. Hit number five, run number two off Trent Siebert. A two out home run from Gray puts Western on top two to one. Here's Sims. And he went around as first base umpire made the call, one strike. Davis Sims. It's a preseason all-conference selection. Western's only uh, member of that preseason all-conference team. Swings and fouls this one away, strike two. Sims coming in at 243 with two home runs. Western has hit two solo homers off Trent Siebert. He was now giving up seven long balls this season. Pitch swung on and missed, and that is strike three. Got him reaching for an outside pitch that wasn't there. One run, one hit, the solo home run, nobody left. After three innings, your totals, Western Kentucky, two runs, five hits, no errors. For the Blue Raiders, one run, four hit, no errors. 
2-1 Western as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We move to the fourth inning. Brett Coker leads it off for the Raiders. Down now two to one. The pitch low and inside to Coker. Ball one. Coker, Dillingham, and Hunter Sullivan here in the fourth against Devin Turbrack, who's allowed a run on four hits. Left hit delivers. Brett takes it low for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Turbrek, 6'1", 180. Coker hits it deep to right center. Center fielder moving over there. Crittenberger and on the run will take it. Fairly deep right center field. That is out number one in the fourth. Brett. Struck that one well. And Crittenberger made a running catch for the first out. Here's Brian Dillingham. Bounced out to second in the first inning. Turbrack's pitch, a little tap back to the mound. Barehanded by the pitcher. A little toss to first in time. Pitch to first base for out number two. Two up, two down. Hunter Sullivan will stand in. Fairly deep fly ball in the second inning. Hit by Sullivan, caught by Crittenberger. And the left-hander kicks and throws, swing and a miss, strike one. Pitch the plate, swung on, foul down the left field line. And Hunter's behind in the count, two strikes. Cloudy skies, temperature game time here in the second game was 59. Another foul back to the screen. Count holding at two strikes.
The 0-2 pitch is swung on the miss. Threw it in on his hands, and Sullivan got tied up inside and swung through it. That is all in the fourth. Three men up, three men down. Nothing across as we go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Western Kentucky 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Spots 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer with you from Bowling Green. Raiders and the Hilltoppers. Meyer, first pitch swinging, grounds to short. Lopez got a high hop. Over to first in time, and one pitch, one out here in the fourth inning. Richard Constantine will be the batter. He had a single in the second. Trent Siebert on the mound has allowed two runs on five hits. as Constantine steps in. Sievert's first pitch, low inside, ball one. Constantine played at Ball State in Gallatin. Native of Huntsville, Alabama. Breaking ball right in there for a strike, one and one. Base is empty, one out, fourth inning. Outside ball two, two and one to Constantine. Catcher Phipps waiting to hit next. And the lefty delivers a ball just outside. Three balls on a strike. Siebert missed inside, and that's ball four. 
Constantine draws a walk. The first allowed by Trent Siebert. You know where to go to get your Blue Raider gear. Of course, it's Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers. See the selection online. You can go to mtsugear.com or go by their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. One out, runner at first, the batter Matt Phipps. Catcher had a base hit in the second inning. Pitches a ball outside. 1-0. Constantine, the runner at first. With the base on balls. Here's Siebert's pitch, and it is a breaking pitch high. Ball two, two and oh. This was the inning that Siebert ran into trouble in San Antonio last week. Got, did not get through the fourth inning. One out runner at first and the pitch. Low and inside, ball three to Phipps. Well, he walked Constantine, and he's in danger of walking Phipps here with one out in the fourth inning. Raider infield playing double play depth as the pitch comes in, and that's a strike at the letters, three and one. Phipps was taken all the way. One pitch, swung on and missed. Full count now to Phipps with a runner at first. Phipps out of the box, now stands back in. Full count, three and two. Siebert ready to pitch, and it is swung on and missed. Struck him out with an 89-mile-an-hour fastball. Two down in the fourth. It's the third strikeout for Trent Siebert. Here's Crittenberger. Glide to right field. Back in the second inning, he's 0 for 1. Siebert delivers inside. Had to jump out of the way of that one. Ball one to Crittenberger. 220 coming into the game with one home run. One ball, no strikes. And Siebert delivers. Low and inside. Ball two. 2-0. Raiders trying to win their 19th game today. They won number 18 with a 3-0 victory in the first game of this doubleheader. The pitch. Grounded foul pass third. 
Two and one to Crittenberger. Turned a little bit too soon on that one. Two balls and a strike. Siebert checks the runner at first. Short lead over there and the pitch is inside. The runner is... <laughs> thought he was going to try to go to second. He would have been a dead pigeon had he tried to go to second. Then he had to scramble back to first. I thought maybe Spears might throw down that way, but he held up. Count is three balls, one strike to Crittenberger. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the hole, a base hit to left field. Constantine stops at second. So runners at first and second with two outs. Hit number six off Siebert. That's going to get some people up and moving around in the bullpen down the right field line. The batter is Eric Reif, the shortstop. Coach Bond is going to make a trip to the mound. Well, this is the 17th of April. And historic day is in 1934 at Crosley Field in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Reds announcer, Red Barber, called his first play-by-play -play for a major league team. At 26 years of age, a future Hall of Fame broadcaster had never attended a major league game before that first broadcast. And the Reds fell to the Cubs six to nothing in that game. That was April 17th, 1934. The old redhead, Red Baba. Here's Eric Reif, shortstop, leading over. Siebert with runners at first and second, two outs. Out of the stretch and a strike, letter high. 89 mile an hour fastball. Nothing in one to the freshman shortstop, Reif making his first appearance in the series. Western starting a couple of freshmen today, making their debuts in this series. Swing and a miss, strike two. Rife spells his name R-I-F-F-E, pronounced Rife. Two strikes the count. Here's Siebert with the 0-2 pitch and almost hit him. Inside, down low, close to the ankles. One ball and two strikes. The 
Siebert, not a fast worker. Looks back at second and delivers, and just got the tip end of the bat on it, fouled it back to the screen, lunging at that outside pitch. Count holes at one ball and two strikes. Top of the batting order looming. So Siebert needs to get this number nine hitter out and get in the dugout to pitch. Swung on and popped up. Lopez waits for it to come down, makes the catch. High pop up on the infield. And that is all in the fourth, no runs. One hit, two left. We've completed four full innings. Western Kentucky, two, Middle Tennessee, one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom third of the order here in the fifth inning for the Raiders. It'll be Jennings, Spears, and Sanders against the left-hander Devin Turbrack. First pitch swinging, foul down the third base line from Gabe Jennings. He bounced that to the pitcher in the second, so he's 0 for 1. One strike to Jennings. Jennings playing first base here in game two. Turbrack delivers and another foul. This one slammed a little harder down the third base side, but it's 0-2. Jennings standing in behind in the count. Pitch low and inside, ball one. Raiders will be home next weekend for UAB. Ball slammed into center field, a base hit. Jennings put a good swing on that fastball. And the Raiders have the leadoff man on here in the fifth. That will represent the tying run at first and the batter Mason Spears. He's called out on strikes in the second inning. See if the Raiders are going to play bunt here. Pitch did not show bunt. Took it low for ball one. Mm-hmm. 
Nathan Sanders waiting to hit next. Spears takes it inside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Jennings with a leadoff single at first base. Left-hander comes set, and the pitch is swung on, hit to right field, coming on. Gray will make the catch for out number one. Not too deep. And Gray hauled it in for the first out, so one out runner at first for Nathan Sanders. Applied to center field in the third. Sanders did not start in the first thing, came in as a defensive replacement late. Takes a breaking ball in for a strike, nothing in one. Nathan's probably glad to see UAB coming in. He had a pretty good series down there. There's a throw to first and the runner back. And the pitch to Sanders, low for a ball. One and one. Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next for the Raiders. Two to one, Western Kentucky leading. We're in the top of the fifth inning. The pitch swung on. Hit in the air to center field. Crittenberger moving over to his left will make the catch for out number two. So two fly balls after the leadoff single, and now with two outs, Lopez will bat. Doubled and scored in the first, popped out in the third. Jennings with that leadoff single is the runner at first. The pitch low to Lopez for ball one. One ball, no strikes. And the delivery. Catches the knees for strike one and one. Game two of our doubleheader. We're about halfway through. The pitch. Tapped foul. Count goes to one and two. And we're a little bit more than halfway through this game. Seven inning game. One ball and two strikes to Fausto Lopez. Well, that one off his footies. They're giving him a little time to walk it off. Gabe Jennings leads it first. There are two outs in the inning. And the pitch to the plate, low ball two, two and two. 
Second baseman shading toward the bag at second. The runner started to go and looked as though he was going to hold up. And then Lopez took a cut and they started again and finally goes back to first base on a foul ball. Two balls, two strikes. Big hitting hole on the right side of the infield. First baseman holding the runner and the second baseman playing very close to the bag at second. And the ball hit in the air to left field fairly deep but playable. That is Carlin under it. He's got it. And that is all in the fifth inning. A leadoff single by Jennings, but he is stranded at first. No runs, one hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth. It is Western Kentucky 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Western Kentucky leading two to one as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Back home, the first of two and the softball doubleheader is tied two to two in the, the sixth inning. Lady Raiders won the first game of their series with Western one to nothing yesterday. They're playing two today. Here's Zuberer to lead off the fifth. Single in the first, flight out in the third, and takes the pitch outside, ball one. Trent Siebert starting his fifth inning of work has allowed two runs on six hits. Walked one, he has struck out four. And the pitch is high, ball two to Zuberer. It was Zuberer who broke up Peyton Wigginton's no-hitter with one out in the seventh inning in game one. Two-o pitch, swung on, grounded foul, passed first. Two balls and a strike. Raiders have a right-hander throwing down in the bullpen. I did remember the field glasses. I'll see if I can find out who that is. 
Ball three is low. Three balls and a strike. There's a foul to the screen. Right-hander Jordan Ham throwing in the bullpen. And haven't seen him in a while. He's been on the injured list. Count goes full to Zuberer, three and two. Siebert's pitch misses inside for ball four, and that's a leadoff walk. That is usually bad news. Second walk allowed by Siebert. The batter is Justin Carlin, who had a solo home run in the first inning. Coach Bunn is going to make a trip to the mound. I don't know if they're thinking a pitching change here. We'll wait and see. Western's leading two to one. Bottom of the fifth inning, they've just put the leadoff mat on. Justin Ham is loosening in the bullpen. Played up our Douglas Vines is gonna go out there and see if he can speed things up. Gonna leave him in. So Siebert's gonna stay in the game. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. You know who to call. It's the Lee Company. 615-867-1000 or online at leecompany.com. Justin Carlin with a runner at first, no outs. Home run in the first, fly ball in the third. Home run was his second of the season, the pitch. Low and inside, almost got away from Spears, who was able to block it and return it to the mound. One ball, no strikes. <laughs> Siebert out of the stretch and delivers a swing and a miss. Strike one to Carlin. Raiders took the opening game three to nothing. Trailing here two to one in the fifth. Chick swing and ball two. Two balls and a strike to Carlin. Junior outfielder out of Huntsville, Alabama. Played at Columbia State. The pitch, low inside ball three. Siebert is teetering on the brink. This could be his last batter if he doesn't get him. 
three balls and a strike. And a hit up the middle, picked up, knocked down by Mabry. Lopez picks it up, can't do anything with it. Ball hit right past the pitcher's mound. Mabry knocked it down to prevent it going to the outfield, but that will be a base hit for Carlin. Hit it sharply. And now first and second. No outs. Hit number seven off Siebert. And the batter is Jackson Gray. Gray with a solo home run in the third. He's one for two. Siebert struck him out in the first inning. Leading hitter in Conference USA coming into this series. Hasn't hurt his average at all. He's at 4.06. The pitch blocked by Spears. Ball one. That one thrown into the turf. One ball, no strike. Siebert. And a bit of a jam here in the fifth. Needs a ground ball. That would make things look a lot better. The lefty delivers. Swing and a miss. Went after an outside pitch. One and one. Siebert checks the runner back at second. The pitch off speed and outside for ball two, two and one. That one at 73 miles an hour. Two balls and a strike. Ham still throwing in the bullpen. He's thrown enough. I think he's ready to come in if needed. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul tip. Right at the plate, two and two. Sophomore outfielder Jackson Gray. Yeah, he was a pretty good find for this Western baseball program. Two balls, two strikes. And hit him. That's going to load the bases with nobody out. I'm just waiting for Coach Bond to come out of the dugout. And there he comes. And I think we're going to have a call to the bullpen. But we haven't yet. Yep, that Siebert's coming out. And we will have a new pitcher for the Raiders here in the fifth inning. We'll tell you about him. Right now, we'll take a break. It's 2-1 to one Western Kentucky on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher for the Raiders is right-hander Jaden Ham, a freshman from Columbia. Actually from Cullioca, Tennessee, played at Columbia Central. Making his fifth appearance, he has been uh, held out for injury purposes for the last couple of weeks, but he's back. One and one record with a 1.29 earned run average. Seven innings pitched. He's allowed three hits, one earned run, one walk, six strikeouts. Opponents hitting 150 against him. So Jordan or Jaden Ham in to replace the Raiders starter Trent Seaver. He'll face the cleanup hitter, Davis Sims. Situation here is uh, not too good if you're uh, pulling for the Blue Raiders. Bases loaded, nobody out. Zuberer, who walked, is at third. Carlin, who singled, is at second. And Gray, who was hit by a pitch, is at first. And there are no outs. So the Raider infield is going to come in and play at the edge of the, what I would call the grass or the green turf here at Nick Dennis Field. Sims has grounded to third and struck out. Ham ready to pitch. First offering is away and popped up into right field. That one is trouble. And Mabry makes a running catch. The runner tags at third, but he can't come. Mabry. The second baseman down the right field line, he was the only player who could possibly get there, and he made the catch. That's a nice defensive play. And it saved a run or two. Had that ball been fair, it would have been big trouble. One out, bases loaded. The infield will back up now. Middle infielders playing double play depth. First baseman Jennings playing in front of the runner. And Coker, even with the bag at third. The batter is Matthew Meyer. Likes to go at that first pitch, and he checked his swing. It's in the turf, and a run's going to score. Ball skipped past Spears. That will be a wild pitch charged to Ham. So it is now a 3-1 to one game, as coming in to score from third was Zuberer. 
on the wild pitch. And the other runners move up a base. So second and third. And again, the infield has to come in as there's no double play in order now. One ball, no strikes. Matthew Meyer. Right-handed hitter against the right-hander, Jaden Helm. And the pitch. Ground ball. That's over Lopez's head in the left field. They're going to score two. And it's now a 5-1 to one game. Carlin and Gray both come in to score. The ball hit that hit the turf, the green turf, and bounced over Lopez's head. He was in on the edge of the turf. Had he been back, he would have been able to field it. I don't know if he would have been able to get anybody out, though. So that will be a hit for Meyer. Two runs batted in, and the batter is Constantine. Now it's five to one. All of those runs have been charged to the starting pitcher, Siebert. Ham's pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Runner at first, one out. Three runs have scored. Ham out of the stretch, pitches low, Spears picks it up, runner going, and a throw to second. Not a, oh, they caught him out. I thought he might have been in there. Good play, Spears. To Mabry cover. Out number two. And a 1-1 count to Constantine. Pitch to the plate, inside for a ball at 92 miles an hour. Two and one. Ground foul past third. Count will go to two and two on Richard Constantine. Right-hander with the pitch, and it's low. That's going to run the count full, three and two. Payoff pitch, foul to the screen, count holding. Three balls, two strikes. Five to one, Western Kentucky has scored three here in the fifth inning. A 
3-2 pitch coming to Constantine, and it is ball four. So with two outs, the batter will be Matt Phipps, the catcher. Phipps has singled and struck out. One out of two today. Jaden Ham in in relief of Trent Siebert, trying to get out of this fifth inning. The pitch outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Raiders trailing. 5-1. Check of the runner and the pitch to the plate. A swinging strike. One ball, one strike. The Raiders scored early in the first inning to take the lead as they have done in all three games in this series, but Western came back to tie it 1-1 in the bottom of the first inning. That's ball two to Phipps. And then Western added a run in the third, and they have scored three here in the fifth for a 5-1 to one lead. Two balls and one strike. Fouled away, and the count goes to two and two. Jaden Ham ready for the 2-2 pitch. Here it is. Missed outside, ball three. Full count on Phipps. He walked Constantine on a full count pitch. <laughs> three and two, so the runner at first will be going. They'll not be holding him here. There he goes. Ball four is low. I'm suffering a little bit, maybe from lack of work. His first outing in a while. Sun has popped out. Enough to cast shadows the players out on the field. And that is a has been a rare occurrence in this series so far. First and second, two outs. The batter is Crittenberger. So now you'll have freshman against freshman. And now Western's going to have a pinch runner coming in for Constantine. That's number 42. Oh, I'm sorry. Coming in for that is another Constantine. <laughs> That's his little brother, so to speak. Nick Constantine. Just strike call to Crittenberger. Six feet, 185, freshman from Huntsville. In for his brother, Richard, who was at, was at second base. One strike to count. 
to Crittenberger. Outside, ball one. One and one. We do have a lot of dark clouds above, but we are getting a little sunshine now. One ball, one strike. Ball slammed to third. Coker's got it. He'll tag the base, and that's a force play to end inning number five. But in the inning, three runs. There were two hits. An error, and two men left. We have completed five full innings. Western Kentucky, five. Middle Tennessee, one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Raiders now trailing 5-1, go to the sixth inning. Two, three, four hitters scheduled. Against the left-hander Devin Turbrack. It'll be Mabry, Williams, Coker. J.T. Mabry, one for two, singled in the third, grounded out in the first. And Turbrack ready to pitch. First pitch to J.T., then first strike, nothing and one. This pitch swung on and fouled out of play over by the Western dugout down the third base side. Two strikes. Turbrag hasn't walked anybody. He's struck out three. And the pitch to the plate fouled out of play. Count holes at two strikes. Two pitch popped up. That is going to get out of play, I think, and it does hit the net. The catcher made a lunge at it. If he had caught that, that might have. But I don't know if it hit the net before he lunged at it or not. Brady said it did, so 
Count holes at two strikes on Mabry. Leading off the sixth inning. And a ball hit foul and out of play. That'll be over into University Avenue. Big high bounce. Misses a couple of automobiles and uh, count remains two strikes. Here's another 0-2 and it's inside for a ball. Raiders need some base runners. They're trailing five to one here in the sixth inning. Six outs left. There's a ball slammed down the left field line and deep. They're looking at it. That one is out of here. A home run right down the left field line. Mabry turned on it and it's now a five to two game. Well, the home plate umpire got a good look at that one. I, from from my uh, spot over here in the left corner of the press box, very difficult to see down that way. That is the first home run that Turbrack has allowed this season. There's pitch to Jacob Williams, swung on a missed. For J.T. Mabry, his sixth home run of the season. And it's a five to two game. Williams cuts on this one, fouls it away. He is behind in the count 0 and 2. And the left-hander's pitch swung out and missed. Jacob Williams down on strikes for out number one. Here in the sixth inning, fourth strikeout for Turbrack. And the batter is Brett Coker, has a single in two trips. He's hit safely in all three games. Drove in all three runs in the first game of the doubleheader today. And the pitch is a breaking ball that stays outside, ball one. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Coker. One out in the sixth and a run in on JT Mabry's leadoff home run. The 1-1 one, one pitch on the way and check swing and it's outside, ball two. Dillingham in the on-deck circle. The 2-1 pitch, low and inside, ball three. So he has fallen behind Coker here, three and one. There's ball four. So Coker draws a free pass here in the sixth inning. This will bring up Brian Dillingham. His first walk allowed by Trebrack. Dillingham has grounded out twice. Bounced to second and grounded out to the pitcher. 
Coker leads at first. Pitch is bunted. Foul. I don't necessarily think that was a sacrifice attempt. I think Brian was bunting for a hit. Got his one strike. And the pitch is swung on, hit to right field. That's playable for Gray. He will come in two steps, make the catch for out number two here in the sixth inning. And with a runner at first and two outs, Hunter Sullivan will be the batter. Sullivan today is 0 for 2 in this game. Had two hits in the opener. Coker leads at first. Sullivan takes a breaking pitch down low for ball one. Shrebrack throws to first, and the runner is back. Coker was thrown out trying to steal in the first inning. Tap foul back to the backstop. One ball, one strike to Hunter Sullivan. Final game of the series tomorrow at 1. I'm guessing they're going to come back with Keenan, but I don't know. The pitch, ground foul over by the Blue Raider dugout, and the count is one ball and two strikes. Keenan normally starts one of the doubleheader games, but they used him in relief last night in the late innings. He pitched two innings, so he would probably be good to come back and start tomorrow if that's the way they're thinking. The one-two pitch, breaking ball, swung on and fouled out of play. Got holding at one and two. Raiders trailing five to two here in the top of the sixth inning. Runner goes, pitch low and outside to throw to second base is in time. Coker is thrown out trying to steal for the second time. That is all in the sixth. So Sullivan will get to lead off the seventh. One run, one hit. The home run by Mabry. Nobody left. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, it's Western Kentucky 5, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? 
When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Raiders make a pitching change as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Right hander Eric Swan will come on for his seventh appearance. 0 1 with a 3.12. He has pitched eight and two thirds innings, allowed 11 hits. Six runs, three earned runs, three walks, nine strikeouts. He's given up one home run. Opponents hitting 297 against the freshman, Eric Swan. 6'6, 225 out of Oakland High School. Swan will be facing the shortstop, Rife, and then the top of the batting order coming up. Five to two, Western leading. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders have three more outs to play with. Need to hold them here and try to get something going in the top of the seventh. Eric Reif, the batter, has flied to center and popped to the shortstop. 0 for two. Swan with the first pitch. Strike called at 95 on the radar. Nothing in one. Swan with a pitch. High inside at 97. One ball and one strike. He pitches out of the stretch, and the ball drilled into center field. A base hit for Rife. He hit a 94-mile-an-hour fastball right back where it came from, into center field. That is hit number eight for the Hilltoppers. The batter is Zuberer. Single, flied to left and walked. One out of two with a run scored. Zuber, a left-handed batter against the right-hander Swan. Pitch low and inside, ball one. Bottom of the sixth inning. Rife, the leadoff man at first base. 
with a leadoff single. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Zuberer. It was Zubera who broke up Peyton Whittington's no-hitter in the opening game with a one-out single in the seventh inning. Pitched the plate, swung on, and fouled it off his shoulder. Count is one and two. Swan's last appearance uh, was not a, a good one. It was in San Antonio last weekend in relief. And he got knocked around a little bit. One ball, two strikes. Stri ball two is low. Two and two. First leads. 2-2 count to Zuberer. And the pitch. Grounded foul. Down the right side. Going to skip off the fence and roll out into fair ground. Count will hold to 2-2. Two and two. Sun trying to pop out again here in Bowling Green. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. That's out number one in the sixth inning. Here's Justin Carlin. Home run in the first. Flight out in the third. Safe on an error in the fifth. Scored a run. I'd have really knew, originally scored that uh, play in the fifth as a hit, but they ruled it an error out shortstop Lopez. Pitch is low, throw back to first, and might have had it, might have had it with a good throw, but that throw was off a little bit. And Rife gets back in there. One ball, no strikes to Carlin. Jackson Gray waiting to hit next. Swan with the pitch. Hit in the hole, a base hit to left field. Here comes the runner heading for third. The throw will be to Coker, and he puts the tag on, and out at third is Rife. He had the player in front of him, and they decided to Test Dillingham's arm, and Dillingham made a perfect throw to third. Coker put the tag on, and Rife is out number two. That'll go seven to five on the put out. Carlin with a base hit to left field. Went to second on the throw to the bag. So he is at second base with two outs, and the batter, Jackson Gray. That was the first hit off Swan. No, second hit off Swan. Fouled out of play by Gray, strike one.
Rife led off the inning with a single, and after Zuber struck out, Carlin singled to left, but Rife was thrown out trying to get to third for out number two. And the pitch. Ground ball right side. Good hop for Mabry over the first for the out, and that is all in the sixth. No runs, two hits, one left. We'll go to the seventh inning. The Raiders need three to tie as Western Kentucky leads five to two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zip line of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Left-hander Devin Turbrack takes a 5-2 lead into the seventh inning. And Hunter Sullivan, who was batting when Coker was thrown out trying to steal, will step back in there. He is 0 for 2. Pitch is into the turf in front of home plate for ball one. Tobrak issued his first walk in the sixth inning. That was to Coker, and and he was later erased trying to steal. Sullivan swings, pops it high in the air, and deep to center field, and that's Crittenberger up against the wall in right center to make the catch. Sullivan gave it a good ride, and that is out number one. Here's Gabe Jennings. Jennings has hit back to the pitcher and singled. Turbrack, the left-hander with the pitch, grounded into the hole, a base hit to left. Jennings, second hit of the game. And hit number six for the Raiders. Make that hit number seven. Cole Escher is going to hit for Spears. Escher's been on the shelf with a thigh injury. Came in as a pinch hitter in last night's game and drew a walk. Takes a look at the first pitch. It's a call strike. Escher hitting 354. 
That one's in the dirt and the turf, and the runner Jennings will scamper down to second on a wild pitch. One ball, one strike to Escher. Nathan Sanders in the on-deck circle is going to be replaced there. So we'll have a pinch hitter. Should Sanders be needed. Pitches outside. Two balls and one strike. That's D.J. Wright. In the on-deck circle. Strike at the knees. Two and two to Escher. Jennings at second with one out. And the Raiders down three runs here in the seventh and final inning. Left-hander delivers. Ground ball is short. And the throw to first in time. Jennings goes to third. But now two outs. Raiders down to their final out here in the seventh inning. D.J. Wright will bat for Sanders. Sanders had been 0 for 2 with two fly balls. So Jennings at third, two outs. Raiders down to their last out, the pitch. A little bit high for ball one to Wright. D.J. hitting 222, one homer, 11 RBIs. Pitch misses outside, ball two, two and oh. Lopez waiting to hit next. Here's the 2-0 pitch, swing and a foul straight back. Two and one. Jennings with the base hit has moved over to third. Right fouls it to the screen, two and two. Mind you to stay with us for our post-game show. Brady will be going down on the field, get some comments from Coach Tolman at the end of this doubleheader. Pitch low, ball three. Three and two. Two outs, runner at third. And the left-hander delivers. Swung on, hit up the middle, a base hit. Raiders still alive as Jennings will score to make it a 5-3 game, and now the tying run will come to the plate. So D.J. Wright comes through with a two-out single. Hit number eight for the Raiders, run number three, and now we'll have a visit to the mound and a possible pitching change although no signal has been given. 
There's the call to the bullpen. So we'll have a new pitcher coming in for the Hilltoppers. Turbrack is lifted with two outs in the seventh. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. Pitcher for the Hilltoppers is the right-hander Mason Benyard. 6-2-2-10, redshirt sophomore from Paducah. Benyard making his 13th appearance. His record 4-3, 3.26 earned run average, 19 and a third innings. He's allowed 20 hits, 10 runs, seven of those earned, four walks, 19 strikeouts. Has given up two home runs, opponents hitting 282. And the new pitcher, Mason Vineyard. So the starter goes six and two thirds. Vineyard will try to save it for Turbrack. And Pasto Lopez will try to spoil those plans. Doubled and scored in the first, popped out in the third, flied out in the fifth. Lopez has had a pretty good day with the bat. Three hits in the first game. D.J. Wright. That's not D.J., that's uh, similar, I think. They ran for Wright at first base. First pitch to Lopez, ball one outside. Vineyard out of the stretch. And misses outside again, ball two, two and oh to Lopez. JT Mabry on deck. It's 5-3 in the top of the seventh inning, two outs. Lopez, a little tap foul off to the right side. Two and one to Fausto. Lopez steps out of the box. A little stretching. And 
back in there with a 2-1 count. Similar running at first, short lead. Pitch swung on, driven to center field. That ball well hit. Center field was back. It's over his head. Here comes Simlar rounding third. They're going to wave him home, and Lopez will pull into second base with a double. And now it's a 5-4 to four game, and the tying run is at second. Lopez hit the Dickens out of that ball. Over Crittenberger's head in center field the base of the center field wall. So that run is charged to Turbrack. And here's Mabry with a tying run at second and two outs. Pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Mabry hit a solo home run in the sixth. Singled in the third. One strike to count. Swung on, fouled over by the Hilltopper dugout. The Raiders were down to their last strike when D.J. Wright delivered a single to score Jennings to make it 5-3, to three, and Lopez now has doubled to score the pinch runner, Simlar. It's 5-4. to four. Two strikes on Mabry. Swung on, a little pop-up into right field. Everybody coming hard, and it'll be caught by Gray for the final out. Avery didn't get a lot of it and popped it in the shallow right field. Gray made a running catch. And that's your ball game. Raiders in the inning come back with two runs on three hits. And they strand the tying run at second base. So Western wins the second game of the doubleheader and gets a split as the Hilltoppers take this one five to four. Middle Tennessee now 18, 15, and one, seven, seven, and one in Conference USA. Western Kentucky now 17 and 18 overall, seven and eight in the conference. So we will uh, come back with our post-game show. We'll give you a wrap-up on both games and have some comments from Coach Toman down on the field. Five to four, Western Kentucky a winner in game two of the twin bill. Back with our post-game after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Postgame Show. And welcome back in from uh, Nick Dennis Field here in Bowling Green. Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky split a doubleheader today with the Raiders winning the opening game by a score of three to nothing, and Western Kentucky taking the second game by a score of five to four. Well, let's take them one at a time. In the opening game of the Twinville, Peyton Wigginton was in complete control. The best uh, he has thrown in his Blue Raider career as he takes a no-hitter into the bottom of the seventh inning in the seven-inning game. Gets the first batter out. But second baseman Ray Zuberer, a senior, breaks up the no-hitter with a single to center field. Peyton then gets the next batter out. And Jackson Gray singles to right, putting runners at first and third. But he comes back uh, to retire. The next batter, Constantine, on a fielder's choice ground ball to wrap up the shutout, a two-hit shutout, and a three-to-nothing win. In game two, the Raiders get off to a one-to-nothing lead. But Western comes back, takes a five-to-one lead. The Raiders come back with a run in the sixth and two in the seventh to make it five-to-four. And that's the way... Uh, that one ends with Western Kentucky 
on the long end of the score. We're going to go down to the field now. Brady is down there with Blue Raider head coach Jim Tillman. Brady, you can take it away. I wasn't going to take them out there at the end. They did get two base runners late. And uh, it seems like all our games are close, but uh, he did a nice job. And uh, obviously, we, we had some timely hits and scored a few runs, but uh, Peyton was awesome. Brett Coker was your offense in game one, hitting that monster home run and driving in a uh, RBI single. Yeah, uh, he's been swinging it better, and that's how we expected him to hit to hit, you know, sometimes these guys come from junior college, uh, uh, need a little bit of time to get used to the Division One pitching, but uh, he's been swinging it well the last couple weeks. Hope he continues. In game two, you had a solid start from Trent Siebert. Got a little rough at the end there, though, for him. Had to turn to Jaden Ham and then to Eric Swan. Well, really, uh, he gave, gave it the two single home runs through four, and in the fifth inning, let, let off with a walk. And then we had double play ball that we, we didn't we didn't turn a double play and then he hit a guy. So they had bases loaded, no outs, and uh, they hadn't got a hit. So, you know, we gotta do a better job. We can't walk the leadoff guy and then you know, we get a chance to turn a double play, we need to make the play. And then we end up hitting it. So they, they had the bases loaded and they didn't put the ball in play. So it's difficult to get out of innings when you give a team four or five outs. What's the key to winning the series tomorrow? Well, we have Keenan going, and uh, he's a very good pitcher, and uh, I'm not sure who they're throwing yet, but it's always pitching in defense, and and we've been swinging it pretty good. I don't know who they're going to pitch, and uh, they hadn't said yet, but uh, um, you know we've got a good guy going on the mound, so I like our chances tomorrow. All right, thanks, Coach. And thanks to you, Brady McBride, down with uh, Jim Coleman. Uh, Apologize for getting in a little late on that. That was operator error on my part. Final score in game two, Western Kentucky five, Middle Tennessee four. Let's uh, break down the line score for you, courtesy of Grantis and Associates. For the Hilltoppers, five runs, nine hits, no errors. They strand seven runners. And the Blue Raiders had four runs on nine hits. They commit one error and have... Four men left on base. The winning pitcher is Turbrack. His record now two and one. Trent Siebert takes the loss. He is one and two. Vineyard comes in, and although he gives up uh, a couple of hits, or he gave up the, uh, the double to Lopez, he still gets the save, his first of the year. Uh, Siebert goes four innings, allows six hits, five runs, four of those earned, two walks, four strikeouts. Jaden Ham pitches an inning, no runs, one hit, but walked a couple. And Eric Swan pitches a scoreless inning, allowing two hits, had one strikeout in there. For the Raiders, Lopez, two hits in the game. JT Mabry, two hits, including a home run. Lopez had two doubles. And the Raiders uh, came within a run of tying things up here in the seventh inning. 
in the first game, Peyton Wigginton, that's all you need to say. He was in complete control, had a no-hitter with one out in the seventh inning before Zuber got that hit. Gray got another hit, and then a ground ball force out ended the game. Middle Tennessee in the first game, 3-9-0. and Western Kentucky, 0-2-0. and And Wigginton with the complete game, two-hit shutout. So the Raiders uh, and the Hilltoppers split this doubleheader, and we'll go into game four tomorrow. And as you heard Coach say, uh, it will be Zach Keenan throwing for the Raiders tomorrow. Hope you'll join us for that. Game time is scheduled for 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. We'll be on the air at 1245. And we'd like to thank all of you for joining us today. Hope you'll come back tomorrow. Zach Woodard has been our studio producer today. Thanks to Brady McBride for his work down on the field. And we'll see you tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball. Raiders split the doubleheader with the Hilltoppers today on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. 
MTSU, the University of Opportunities. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.